Hey guys, Jordan here. Um, I just wanted to do this little intro thing to apologize for last week's episode because I know uh, the audio was a bit off. Uh, my audio was really loud, and the and the other guys they were kind of low. Uh, so I'm pretty sure I fixed that this week. Uh, so everything should be good to go. So again, you know, sorry for last week's audio problems, and uh, yeah, let's get on with the show. Pixel Clicks Podcast. I'm Jordan Pollock, and this week's shirt is brought to you by Loot Crate, the original, you know, weekly subscription box, who we are not sponsored by. Not yet. <laughs> uh, podcast listeners, remember, follow us on Twitter at PixelClicksPod to see this week's shirt in picture form. But, as always, I am not alone. The director and improv comedian Sergio Lopez is here. If science were a religion... It would be not things. Um, I ate a, I ate a burrito. That's that's something that makes more sense. <laughs> the ambassador for the PC masteries, Cody Franklin, is here. Um, so my Guild Wars two addi- addiction's gone, and now it's Witcher. I have like eighty hours in the game. Help me, somebody! Somebody send food. I haven't eaten anything but fast food in like a week. <laughs> Jesus. And, of course, he who, insert uh, intro here, Shane Carpenter is here. I'm never going to have a steady intro. Never. You need to just keep calling in, like, the Australian Thunder or something like that. The Australian Thunder, Shane Carpenter, is here. Now it's that. Now it's that. The Australian Thunderclap. I'm I'm just glad that you didn't say the Thunder from Down Under. Because then I would have been. The Australian Thunder from Down Under. Name of the podcast. (laughs) Australian Thunder. Uh, that, that, that's a fine uh, name. That's, that's that sounds like podcast. an episode oh, of somebody <laughs> farting and then shitting in their pants. Oh, that's it. Thank you for listening to PCP. Thank you. <laughs> I said it sounds like an epithet. I didn't say that's what it was. Calm the hell down. <laughs> okay. Uh, so how have you guys been? How's your week been going? I, I got off of a 13-hour work day, so. if. Everything's going wonderful. Uh, you know, I I can say with confidence I've never done a thirteen hour shift at work, and I'm happy about that. Okay, well, I've done a few tens, but never a thirteen. Yeah, I've done a ten. A ten is fine. Thirteen? Eh. I want to do that extra three hours. I can't feel my body. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, this week, to be honest, everybody was kind of, like, it was a busy week, but it was a busy week full of crap that nobody really... It was like a, it was a lot of minor stuff. Yeah, there, there's nothing, like, super big, it was all just, like, really minor, minor All the big things. stuff, it, I think we finally hit that pre-E3 where, like, oh, we gotta keep all the big stuff under covers. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um... So. Well, since we're talking, about, since we since you mentioned E3, uh, one of the news stories that happened this week is that E3 is now letting more people in <laughs> than ever before. 
Yeah, so apparently, uh, um, E3... Oh, I got it. Apparently, for the first time ever in E3's 20 years of existence, uh, they're going to be letting some of the public into the convention. Well, uh, when they say some of the public, what does that mean? Does that mean, like, anyone can just buy a ticket? Oh, no, not at all. Uh, well, then, <laughs> no, why did no. they say that? That's not true, then. It's not... Their idea of the public is basically people who aren't... Um, like friends and family itself. Yeah, members. Yeah, I believe in the republic. All right, <laughs> I, I've I've seen this road. It leads to you with no legs and no arm and on fire on the side of a mountain. I don't get that reference. Oh, Star it's Wars, uh, re- uh, re- Star Wars. Oh, okay. Sight. I'm sorry. I'm really tired. <laughs> I got into E3 one year, and they're just like. Sure, whatever. Because they their secu- their security is surprisingly lax. As long as you have a badge, yeah, pretty sure. much. Yeah, I yeah. just I just borrowed a badge from a buddy of mine, and I just walked in, and they're like, "Yeah, sure, you look like an Asian man." No, I that that's pretty much security at every convention ever. Because as long as you have a badge, they're not gonna you know stop and say, "Hey, let me see your ID." And, yeah, they just, they just don't have <laughs> There's just for Sylvester that. Stallone standing in front. Hey, let me see It's just a mixture of Sylvester Stallone and Vin Diesel as the security guards. Basically. Let me see I remember when we went, it was funny. Like, the first day, they didn't check our bags. They were just like, fuck it, go, and we don't care. Yeah. And then the next day, I don't think they checked my bag. I think they just raided your bag. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> I got to walk in, and they're just like, they just took everything Jordan had, all his food, his water. It's ours now. Look at me, I'm the captain now. <laughs> That's the captain. I'm the backpack reference. now. <laughs> I get that one. I am the E3 presentation now. <laughs> so, hey, but at least uh, Dr. Pepper. Oh, there. yes. But so, yeah, uh, E3 is in... Three weeks? E three weeks? Oh, E three weeks? Oh, snap! Brr, brr, brr. Uh, so, so, so that's exciting. Um, of course, I, I'm going to be there by myself, and it's going to be awful. But <laughs> oh, woe is you! And yeah, the right? three of us are going to be sitting in the comfort of our homes, it's watching, a, just not just and not just dealing cut, yeah. with the five thousand more people more that people. they invited this yep. year. Yeah. Oh, to be God. honest, it's look. It was when I went. It wasn't that crowded, and they said there was a lot of people there. I mean, it was no Comic Con, so I felt like there was breathing room. Yeah. When we yeah, went, that's it was, was it was pretty. People. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like when me and Jordan okay. went, it felt pretty much like you had to wait in line for like a, at least an hour for pretty much like everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, and now there's another five thousand people. So I'm like, uh, okay, Wonderful. have fun with that. Just, I remember when I when I went to uh, I was so tired and all that stuff because I had been driving all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the Crisis Three booth uh, when that was coming out, uh, I I was I pretty much fell asleep in that one. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't their fault. Yeah. It wasn't their fault. Yeah, because it was awesome. But I was just like, man, I am tired. This room is dark. It's uh, I'm in a seat. I have a sweater on and I'm comfortable. I'm just <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> Let exactly. it go. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it's going to suck that I'm going to be there by myself doing all these things. But, uh, you know, it's good problems. So, yeah, it could be a lot worse. Like, mm-hmm. I could be 
Oh, this is a bad one. I could be uh, multiplayer for hatred, and then I'd be immediately banned from Twitch. <laughs> hatred is that that one game with the uh, where you like you you play as that metal guy? Yep. And then you're just like killing everybody. I told Pretty you guys it was gonna that. be it was gonna be bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did warn us. You did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. they, they they based they didn't ban hatred exactly. They kind of went around it and they said you can no longer stream adult only games, which pretty much nobody did. Yeah. And hatred just happens to be coming out at the same time and be rated adult only conspiracy. So. So I know about this game. What specifically makes it adult only? Besides, the, I mean, is it just that the violence is so graphic? Oh, Pretty well, much. It's just that the violence is graphic and that it's against innocent people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, it's yeah. the fact that you're going around shooting moms and children. And, yeah. You know, I blew it up and into being like, you know, it's a Columbine simulator. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can hand it to the devs. That's a great yeah. tactic for uh, get, you know, getting press for it and stuff because it worked fantastically. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the the I guess a lot of people would make the the thing of like, well, aren't you doing the same thing in Grand Theft Auto? You just like boo boo boo. But the other difference is this one is like purposely putting you against people and then kind of yeah. glorifying how you like execute people because I remember yeah. seeing some. Of those older trailers slash gameplay things, and I was like, "Whoa!" But then you also go to like uh, Call of Duty when you're uh, no Russian level, right? Where you're just yes. like shooting up the whole thing. But then yeah. that's different, even still, because of how you're forced to do that in your CIA agent to try to kill the bad guy. Yeah. But in this one, it seems it's still a little bit different. So yeah. that's the, the thing. Like that thought thing. it was like, yes, you can do this in other games. But it's not the point of the game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like that's the entire point. It's just murdering people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The quick time cutscenes where normally would be awesome when you're Kratos killing a giant bad guy. Instead, for this one, the quick time cutscene stuff is where you're uh, shooting a woman in the face while she's begging for her life, type of stuff. Pretty much. That's yeah. pretty and, hard. And I, I don't know if it came out yet. Did it come out yet? Or was yeah. it like released? It came out today. It came out today. Okay. And from the reviews and stuff I've read, it's it's incredibly mediocre, which I totally expected. You know, yeah. a lot of people said yeah. that's exactly what it was going to be. It was going to be a mediocre game from a new developer who d- realized that this is the perfect way to to you know g- instead of just being another game that releases that nobody's going to look at in the sea of games that come out from these smaller developers anymore, you go with something controversial, and it worked fantastically. The media, it was just a massive win for the media. They were, oh, look at this game. Every Guys, we always tell you video games are about murdering people. Here's a game that's literally about murdering people. Yeah. You know, and it worked because people bought it just because of the controversy. So they got more money than they probably would have if True. they had just, uh, you know, done something a little less controversial. Yeah, yeah like, I could not care any less about that game <laughs> like it, it's just it's just another it looks like a twin stick shooter which um yeah there's a lot of those and but isn't it is it pc only it's pc uh, only right so yeah yeah, yeah. It, so it's a twin stick shooter that's on pc which already that's that's a problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah i just i 
I heard about it, I was like, oh, cool, you know, it's another weird game that's going to be bad. I, that, that's as much as I cared about that game. Like, yeah. I I don't understand why it, it got blown out of proportion as much as it has, but, yeah. you know. Because it was just custom made for that whole uh, bias that the media has against video games. You yeah, know, I guess that's true. Specifically designed to hit on that, and you know, almost like a checklist of things that the media loves to say about video games they put in one video game and it got huge publicity out of it you know in in that case uh thank you developers for of hatred for putting gamers right back into that pigeonhole of (laughs) depraved psychopaths thanks thanks for that can't wait for all those congress hearings where the game gets brought up as the reason that kid went and shot up his high school oh yeah (laughs) that's gonna be wonderful Mm -hmm. next we're gonna get this, next, we're gonna get a game all about swatting people, which yeah, I can I can see that happening actually. Yeah. Swat, uh, uh, swatting. That's the thing where you just like, hey, there's this guy's a bad guy, and they're like, all right, let's go get him, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, basically. That's how people. That's how people win Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's how. That's how some people win. Uh, like. In MOBAs, they just swat the other person. Mm-hmm. That's how that it's works. Like, guys, I don't like that I'm losing, so I'm going to send the police after them. God mode, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I think that pretty much covers that. Yeah, I don't I know. It was violent yeah. inside of me because of the, we're just talking about hatred. I want to, <clears throat> I want to do something real bad, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna let Sergio handle this one. I want to know where he's going. What? Oh, <laughs> nothing's what? going. Well, you see, you know what? Now I'm now I'm self conscious about it. I, you know, it was going to a weird place, and then I heard Shane start to talk, so I was like, "Well, I'll let it transition out," because I don't want it to get crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, we could talk about this topic yeah. until dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we finally got a release date. For a new game for the PS4 called Until Dawn. <laughs> um, so Until Dawn is a survival horror game that's kind of like um, every Cam in the Woods horror game you've ever seen in your life. Oh, horror game, horror movie you've ever seen in your life, except... This is a game, and you control all the people, all the teenagers that are involved in this um, horror movie, basically. So, there's like uh, six or seven teenagers that are trapped in this um, cabin, some woodland area, and there's a serial, serial killer coming to get them. Now, the thing that's special about this game is that uh, your choices dictate who lives and who survives. So, at the end of the game, you can have all of your characters survive, or all of them die. Or you have two or three people die, two or three people live, whatever. It's just, it's all up to your... It's very Heavy Rain-esque. Yeah, like, I'm really into this idea. I I really like the idea, because as as people who are watching this um, podcast can see, I'm a black person, and when it comes to black people and watching horror movies... Uh, we have a very compulsive need to speak to the movie and say, 
don't go in there, you gonna die, and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so this game is essentially... <laughs> He said it, not us. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm. It's fine, guys. Keep I'm, I'm black. I can say it. Shut up about this stuff. <laughs> you keep so, talking, Randy Jordan. Uh, don't let them stop you. So, uh, so this this game is finally, finally my chance to make all the correct decisions and keep all these white people alive in these you think awful it's situations. The right decisions. You think? Well, here here's the thing. If you're in a cabin in the woods and the electricity is out, don't get naked and take a shower. That's just... That's... <laughs> that feels like the most logical thing to do next. <laughs> it's like people in horror movies are basically Sims characters. Yeah, that's basically... Like, like, oh, I can't... The toilet's not working. What should I do? I don't know. Let's go take a bike ride. Okay. Oh, hey, we're, we're, we're in the woods all by ourselves. You know what? Let's curse... Let's curse at God and make fun of the devil. Like, Go out in the middle of nowhere at night and, and do or, stuff with a or, Ouija board. Yeah. You know, there, there's those horror game movies where people have already died in the movie and yeah. people are aware that people have died, but they still decide to try and find a secluded place in the woods to have sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's the weirdest thing. It's like, well, we're going to die. We might as well just do it, right? It's them hormones, man. You can't stop them. It's uh, all that adrenaline. They're called hormones. <laughs> and just for the record, all you people out there, whores can be men as well. All right, yes. you, you dumb person, you idiot person thinking of only females, up. you stupid person watching, you idiot, lonely person in or the or listening, of, you worthless scumbag. You Furiosa hating woman hater. Furiosa of hating. The... You better check yourself before you wreck said, yourself. I'm a witcher, not a gigolo. Yeah. <laughs> Equal opportunity whores for men and women. Oh yes. Uh but no, uh yeah, it's uh that's just what they gotta do in order to make things uh people go to slasher movies to see the na- the the bad slash people die with the blood. Yeah you know? And the only uh, way to do that is if you have really dumb characters. That's true. Uh, this is a slight tangent, but I just watched a movie called Zombievers. It's on Netflix. Whoa. I wanted to see that. <laughs> oh, you should I see it. <laughs> what did you say? What? Zombievers. Zombievers. Zombie beavers? Yep. Zombie beavers. <laughs> why, why, why didn't I not get the MMO? It's on Netflix. It's, like I need it's on Netflix. You guys need to watch that movie. <laughs> Uh, there's also there's change. also uh, that other movie. There's another movie called Strippers vs Zombies. Um, yep, that that, that that's also, also a real thing. Zombies. I, I watched that so zombies. bad. I highly re- recommend that one. <laughs> I really I really want to watch that movie. You know what? I also recommend is uh, uh, Warm Bodies. I like that movie. It was a sweet movie. Yes. Uh, oh, I I almost totally gave away what that movie is, but. <laughs> What? Let's just say the main character's name is R, and the female lead's name starts with a J. Yeah. Uh, that's too vague. Well, good, good. Oh, I don't, no spoilers. <laughs> I'm trying not to spoil that movie. That, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's, that's the one thing that kind of bugged me about it, but otherwise, you know, it's a fine movie. I enjoyed it. It's I enjoyed a, it for what it was. It was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was it was a pleasant surprise. Oh shit! I finally got that reference. 
R and J. Wow, that took me way too long. <laughs> that took me way too long. Star-crossed R and Js with two di- from two different factions that hate but, each other. All right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, since, since we're talking about uh, zombies, there's a Resident Evil Zero remaster that's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I, but oh, we actually, already had a remastered. What are you talking about, Jordan? Oh, well, that's the thing, Sergio. This is Resident Evil Zero. It's not <laughs> It's not Resident Evil. Uh, yeah. It's basically the story that takes place directly before Resident Evil. So this is exciting yeah. because I never bought a GameCube, so I can never play this game. So, Ditto. I've never had a chance to play Resident Evil Zero, but now's my chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that's great about Resident Evil Zero is that um, it's like playing, you know, uh, the remake of Resident Evil on GameCube, but uh, you can dynamically switch between the two characters, uh, Rebecca, who's the nurse of um, Bravo Team, and, oh, something Cohen. Mm, I forgot his name. Anyway. The Cohen brother. Billy Cohen. Billy Cohen. Uh, yes, he's one of the, the Cohen brothers. Uh, the forgotten one that was eaten by a zombie. Anyway, uh, so you get to switch between these two characters uh, whenever you feel like it, and that's basically um, one of the things that uh, Resident Evil Revelations Two kind of um, got inspiration from. Sorry, that's the Resident Evil minute there. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I want to play it. I enjoy Resident Evil a lot. You know um, what? I am. I really like the first one too. Uh, the second one is uh, over. Is like gets more intense and probably is one of the better ones of the older school ones. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Resident Evil Two is uh, highly considered the best one in the series, next to Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Well, yeah, those two are the pinnacle of the two different versions of it. Yep. Uh, well, Four kind of like was kind of in the middle, more leaning towards action, but still more balanced than you know, five or six. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. But honestly, I am looking forward to more Resident Evil games. I don't think they should go con- continue with what they're doing with Resident Evil 6, but, you know. Well, how, what would you say if they continued in the way of, uh, of the, what's the, what's the, what's the other, other Resident Evil series? Revelations? Revelations. Yeah. Um, if they had, what they, okay, for the Revelations series, they should stay more towards how Revelations 1 was, where it's, you know, you're a single character, or, you know, they could keep the two character thing going, but keep it creepy, and keep, keep, ammo scares and put you in uh, uh, environments that are kind of unique because Resident Evil Revelations 2 suffered from very samey um, environments. Like, it was nothing really fun to look at. You know, that, that, was, that was one of my bigger problems with that game. Otherwise, it was, well, it, was, it was a fine game. While we all know this, the problem is Resident Evil 6 sold a lot. So... Yeah. They won't I, I, be doing that anytime soon. I just want, like, at this point, that's one of the series is that I really want to just get a hard reboot. You know, because it's yeah. it's it's jumped the shark and murdered it very many times. <laughs> it jumped the steel shark. It jumped the mechanical shark. Like it's it's it jumped the shark, did a few backflips, and went into space. It's it's uh, just it, it may have jumped the shark when you fought sharks in Resident Evil One. Boom. <laughs> And that's the end of that topic. <laughs> yep. 
Could you say it jumped the shark in space into the stars? Maybe a wild one? Oh, yeah. What? A, you could call it a wild star. Oh, okay. I get one finally. In like 16 weeks, I finally get one. Yes! <laughs> I, like, I like your Zoom there. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Me, me, Shane, and Jordan can't do it, so we gotta... We gotta yeah, yeah, we gotta do it like gotta, that. Yeah. Look, into yeah. my, look into my bloodshot eyes. <laughs> These yeah. eyes. They're, they're black like a doll's eyes. A demon's eye. I don't know how that Jaws monologue goes, but whatever. This is great radio so far. Anyway, so Wildstar is a MMO that came out like two, three years ago, and it it, it, it it's it's fallen on hard times. So they so the uh, developers finally decided let's go free to play. Big surprise, <laughs> right? Um, now one of the things about it going free to play is that uh, everything. All the content that's in the game is not going to be locked behind any sort of thing. However, they're going to be adding two new forms of in-game currency. One is a real money currency, uh, and the other is something that you can earn over time, like other free-to-play things. So that's that's how that's going. Um, which it's now a, that you know, I bought Wildstar when it came out, and I told yeah. you it was coming. It, it was a good game, but it was. Definitely catered towards the the hardcore crowd, mm. uh, especially the old WoW crowd. I mean, the developers were very clear that's what they were doing. Yeah. Um, a lot of the developers for well, WildStar were like the original developers of WoW in the early days and things like that. Yeah. And the game, uh, I loved it until you got to like level cap, and then that's when it was like you know the last ten levels or so before you get the the cap, and then everything after that it just becomes insanely hardcore grind fest. Uh, you know, they, they had like a 16-step uh, attunement uh, thing that you had to do before you could even touch the first raid. Oh, wow. It was re- insane. And it's exactly what was in the original WoW, like, you know, Burning Crusade and, and the vanilla WoW-type content. And, you know, for that, those people, it was great, but I think they vastly overestimated what kind of audience is looking for something like that, as the numbers have clearly told. Uh, that game has been str- very much struggling. So yeah, they had a big announcement not too long ago, a month or so back. That was one of the things that they were looking at doing is this really mad, you know, like 2.0 version of the game, cutting out a lot of this hardcore stuff. Because hey, apparently only like a small fraction of people like to just spend every waking moment of their lives for weeks on end to finally be able to play the game. <laughs> it's weird how that works. I don't know. <laughs> um, so. I mean- you know, I think now that the game's going free to play, I think now I kind of, I'm kind of actually interested to try it. <laughs> it was yeah. cool. I really liked the classes. It was it was yeah. pretty awesome. But uh, yeah. it was yeah. just way too hardcore. Yeah, it looked like a fun game. Like uh, one of the things I saw about it was, uh, you know, how in WoW or whatever RPG you're playing, you could get disarmed and so you just can't attack for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe one of the things for WildStar is that when you get disarmed, that your weapon actually flies, and you have to, you can actually run up and go grab it. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I, think yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like that that looked really cool to me, but I was like, that's not enough to actually get me to play the game. Yeah, the whole telegraph system for like dodging attacks and stuff, and and being disarmed. Like the actual combat was pretty like awesome. Yeah, it did add a lot of uh, you know not reinventing the wheel necessarily, but doing things with combat in a hotkey based MMO. 
that no one else has really tried. You know, uh, yeah, like, uh, most for, games for, have very simple telegraphing. This their yeah. whole combat was built upon telegraphing. Yeah, like from videos, it, 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 uh, the combat kind of uh, looked sort of like Smite. You know, where it's it's like MOBA s where you can see. Okay, this is the lane where I'm going to fire my flame blast, and then so when you see that, you can dodge out the way and then counter it with your own. Oh, let me throw my bomb that's going to light up this small circle area right here, and I, that's where it hits and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it looked cool, but. Yeah, again, I, it wasn't enough to actually get me interested enough to actually play the game. So yeah, and the story had another problem with that whole, you know, same problem WoW has where it's like, these your side and the other side they hate each other and we're this massive war and oh, but then there's only like one zone in the entire game where it's an actual <laughs> battlefield and everything else you're just kind of like those other guys are real bad, but we got to deal with all this other stuff before we get back to the war. And that was the big selling, like, all the advertising about the game before it released was that, you know, these two sides hate each other, there's a giant war, oh, and then you get in the game, and that's nowhere to be seen, literally. Nowhere. What? I don't know, I'm, I'm starting to think, like, what, why, why does it always have to be that sort of story, you know? It's, oh, it's always this faction versus those two other factions, or, you know, they want this teams. team versus that team. But PvP, I, I mean, and it makes easy story. Puff, puff. I guess that's true. You know, while well, I was kind of getting away from that to the anger of some people, um, you know, Missa Pandaria was a big thing where, you know, we need to be, stop fighting each other and, and work together. And then, of course, Warlords of Jinnor kind of shit on that idea. So they can't make up their minds. <laughs> wait, wait, there's more than, there's more than just the Horde in WoW? Because um, it's all about the Horde. Oh. <laughs> See, I switch sides. I'm a dirty, filthy. Team switcher, you, you dirty just, filthy. You go right team. to hell. <laughs> hey, my problem <laughs> was when they did the new character models. Like yeah. all the horde models look crap, and yeah, they took they didn't. I was so horde, like I was oh horde, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when they said, oh yeah, we're not gonna get around to blood elves until like six point one. Oh jeez, that was that was all my characters were blood elves. So I was like, great. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> fuck this! I'm gonna go be a sexy human. So because, I did oh, that. Let's let's be real. Blood elves are the best looking characters in that entire game. They were. They were. Now it's kind of. They made them look a little horse like in the face. It's. Oh. Uh, I don't. I don't quite like mind. the redesign. They're still. I mean, they're still better than everyone else on the horde. At least. I guess I'm gonna be a worgen now. <laughs> yeah, yeah alliance. Yeah, that was kind of my idea. I was like, yeah, let's go alliance. Yeah, like, when, when, and when with, for- and Warlords of Draenor is very you know like this is the alliance story for the most part. I mean, oh, really? everybody makes fu- everybody says like, oh, it's full of orcs, so this is obviously a horde story, but it's really not. Like a lot of it, it it's very very heavy uh, alliance centric with with all the you know the Draenei and all that stuff. The, the yeah. orcs that are in there aren't good orcs, so <laughs> yeah, they're not horde orcs. So. But that's enough of this. What else do we got, guys? That that's the end of that topic. It's not. It's going free to play, but it's not. It's going to be. I think they said uh, this fall, so not yeah. for a while. So not for a while. Yep. Uh, no, Shane, I is there a like a, is there like a bird flying around and you're like a cat watching it? What's going on? No, I'm just blocking out the little more talk. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Let's don't let's... believe his lies. 
<laughs> well, uh, talking about things that are coming out in the fall, uh, Soma is coming out September 22nd. Spooky! And I'm super, super jazzed about this. Uh, so, Soma is the next game by the people who made Amnesia, The Dark Descent, and Penumbra, and, you know, just... Oh, I can't! I cannot wait. It's a it's a sci-fi um, horror game, basically, where um, it, it all deals with you know robots and consciousness, and you know um, are robots actually alive? Are is AI an actual human consciousness? And people switching their minds with robots, and robots switching minds with humans, and stuff like that. It's weird. I'm on and, board with what Cody was saying about the twist. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's clearly. <laughs> I feel like either. I'm no, yeah, it's too easy now. though. Like it's, yeah, no, that's they that, did that, that to throw you off, you know. Yeah, you that, watch, that's my problem with it. If you will, like, watch the the images of the games of the trailer that they release, like there are subtle things to lead to the twist that Cody's kind of talking about. Yeah. And plus, there's also For that little sequence. Know. Go ahead, Sergio. Finish. Oh no! I, well, should we say what we think it's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is all just speculation, so it's totally fine. All right. Fine. Yeah. He's totally a robot. There's no way he's not a robot. robot. A couple of pieces of evidence. The whole trailer is just like, guys, robots think they're humans. You know. But 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 here's the thing. I I feel like the people at oh, what's their names? Frictional Games. Yeah. Yeah. I I believe they're they're. They're smart enough to know that, you know, by putting all those, these hints and stuff in their trailers and whatnot, that people are going to think that, oh yeah, you're a robot, but I feel like they're, they're gonna, they're gonna trick us in some way, where it's like, you think... You're like, an alien, it turns out you're a ghost, or something. Oh god, no. <laughs> no, no. Like, like, you're I, a I, monster I... from amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> and now you, you, you've somehow, like... Gone, shown up here. No, so, I, I, really quickly, is that is that yes, you are the monster through, but in amnesia. But y- what you're seeing in that game is what the monster in amnesia thinks he's seeing. So, exactly. see, that was that was amnesia one. Amnesia two is when they go retard, and you are the monster. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, uh, before yeah. we done this trope shit. <laughs> see, I I, I think. Um, you're you're just a normal dude, right? But as you're going through the game, you come across more and more robots that are you know confused about being human or whatever. And at the end of the game, you ma- you have to make a choice if you want to be just be a robot or not. You know, I think I, you make the choice to become a robot. You cut off your own limbs and turn yourself into a robot. I've got I, the high ground. It's useless. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. that, yes. <laughs> but in, in any case, I am looking forward to playing Soma. Um, oh, I'm ex- uh, I've been waiting the for that game. Awesome. Like, I'm not really into horror games, but even I was going, this, I might have to play this just because I'm really interested to see where this yeah. is going. Like, I've been on board with Soma ever since they came out with that one teaser trailer, like, two years ago, where it's just, the, it's just a lady, like, on a computer, and then, like, the computer's talking to her, and then mm-hmm. things just get weird. <laughs> I don't know if any of the rest of you guys were paying attention to it, but shout out to Fictional Games for the awesome ARG that was leading up to the game. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say. Yeah, yeah I was uh, so with, mad. I, I wanted to participate in, in that. Yeah, everybody had to keep figuring out like a new username and password to log on to a 
fictional computer and then like fortune just into ripped out of parts though. Yeah, they did. They went hard on that crap. But man, that that sort of thing that like that's like the best kind of marketing in my opinion. Yeah. Like yeah. you you're, you you a you're creating a community for that game already. Exactly, yeah. And it's to figure out, you know, to put these puzzles together and stuff. Like, that's yeah. super cool. It's like it's like what happened with PT. It's like, oh yeah, there's a new game called PT and it's available right now. And people are like, okay, let's do this. And then like within <laughs> yeah. two days, like it was solved. Like, <laughs> I think I read somewhere like their website was just crashing over and over again because so many people from 4chan were like Sorry. refreshing and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, supposedly like they had to just kind of quickly rush everything out because they thought they had like another whole week to people had figured it out and 4chan just completely oh. ripped it to shreds and they're like oh, oh crap get the website they up had, they had a why they had a basically a general thread on the every single day last week with like thousands of posts people trying to figure out shit together and i was just like this is the first time i've seen them actually work together not just call each other faggots the whole day <laughs> yeah, see, that, that sort of thing is just so awesome to see just ah, I love it so much and why is it only horror games that do these sort of things because they need to be mysterious and spooky well you know sure. Halo did a really good one back in the day I love bees oh yeah that's true that is very true and then some guy tried to dial a phone number from a payphone during a hurricane so then they're like, you know what? We should not do this. Yeah, because people are crazy. I don't know. I, I just feel like there should be more args in just happening in general. Well, then why don't you go in a pirate ship then? Arg. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh. Dang! I, oh. I, to- I totally walked into that one. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh man. Uh, by the by the way, if you guys don't know what the arg is, it means um I'll. Alternate, alternate reality uh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alternate reality game. It means you're a pirate. Uh, yeah, it means you're a pirate. <laughs> I think the reason they don't do it more is just that, you know, it's to a be lot like, of work. expensive. It's, well, it's expensive, yeah. and most marketing and advertising tends to go to the younger crowd True. who's not going to get involved in those kind of things. Yeah. Whereas horror games people tend to be for older people. True, true, true. So it makes sense for horror games. Plus, it's I mean, a horror, a horror genre is custom built, setting wise for stuff like yeah. arcs. Whereas, like you know, a Call of Duty arc is one we can really do there. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> like true. like, uh, but um, horror games typically are with are like run parallel with with puzzles. That's what they're known for. You know, Silent true, Hill yeah. is known for puzzles. Even res- old school Resident Evil. You got your amnesia and and your somas, uh, all those puzzles. So it's it's you know that go it goes hand in hand. So um, true, yeah. By by doing that, you know, it, it just makes sense that it is an arg arg <laughs> every time. <laughs> God damn it, Sergio! You put that on the head <laughs> every time. Uh, <laughs> Pass out our hand, our eye patches, everyone. Right. Uh, sl- slight, slight uh, tangent here. Uh, in Infamous Second Son, uh, they had a like they had six weeks of sort of a DLC campaign thing called Infamous Paper Trail, which mm-hmm. it was an arg. Uh, it was an arg that was tied into to the game. So basically, you'd have to go and find clues in the game, and then go 
on the actual internet and go to these you know site like websites that are made for that um, for the game. So when you complete that thing, you get the right clues that you need. Then it transfers back to the game. Then you solve stuff in the game. Like it was, it was, it was cool. It was fun. I'm gonna be honest. The that sounds like way too much work. <laughs> and even like playing, even playing Metal Gear Solid One and trying to figure out that you need to look at the back of the box for yeah. the code to talk to the what's your name to pass the one level, that was too much work for me. So, look, I, I could I could understand that, but like for me, it was an an amazing way to like actually get me immersed in the games. Like oh, I'm, I'm a part of this now, you know. that is fair I think it's cool that it exists but I don't want to have to solve those puzzles because I'm not good at that that, that's fair that's that's yeah you solve it for me so that I can experience it there you go that's what I want I I don't know if you guys uh, know this about me but like when it comes to like puzzle games and stuff I super dig those so much. <laughs> like uh, the first time I played Portal Two. Uh, oh yeah, I love Portal Two. I, that's yeah. that's one of the few instances where I do like puzzles. Yeah, uh, I played co-op with a, with a friend of mine. Still have co-op. And uh, I basically solved every single puzzle. Just like we walked into a room and I just looked around. I was like, oh okay, um, I'm gonna shoot here and here, and you shoot there and there. And he's like. Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, do it. Then we did it. We just solved it every time. How long did it take you to beat uh, Portal Two the first time round? Uh, oh, the, the entire game. Yeah, the first, the first, the main single player. Um, for Portal I, Two. I believe it was like just a weekend. So like around like six hours or something. Uh, I'm gonna say ten hours. Probably took me twice as long. <laughs> And then uh, the original Portal took me like an hour to finish. No, nope. took me like anyway. six. But yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. Anyway, I think we've uh, talked this one into the ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in uh, interesting um, console news, uh, Nintendo has partnered up with Humble Bundle to create the Humble Nindy Bundle. They got to get rid of their games before they come out with the NX. That's true. <laughs> abandon ship. Abandon all hope. So so for the first time... And I mean uh, that Humble... in the best possible sense, not yeah. the worst sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so for the first time, Humble Bundle has a, a bundle that's for console games. Uh, and that's super cool. I bought it immediately. Uh, <laughs> even though... So you get, um, you get... If you pay 10 bucks or more, you get... Three Wii U games and uh, two, four, and six uh, 3DS games. So I paid mm. the ten dollars, and I don't have a, a 3DS yet, but <laughs> <laughs> I have these codes, so I just have to redeem them in the N- Nintendo eShop. So that's cool. And uh, and Chance apparently, do you get? Uh, you know, I'll I got it right that here. Up, I right? Here are the games. It's wait, 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 wait. Let, let, let me try to remember. Uh, yeah, it's Guacamelee Super Turbo, uh, Super Turbo Championship Edition, which is only for uh, only for Wii U. Uh, you get. Nope, I'm done. Just go. Uh, <laughs> another game called Whoa, Dave. For yeah, oh god, 
That's not a fun game. Uh, <laughs> Mighty Switch for for Force for 3DS. That is a 2D uh, platformer sli- uh, side scroller game that's kind of like Mega Man type thing. Go on. Stealth Inc. Two, a game of clones for Wii U. That is a 2D a side scroller puzzle game where you yeah. uh, use two or well, a bunch of little things to complete puzzles with. Go on. Uh, Steam World Dig for Wii U and 3DS. That is a Metroidvania game that has uh, lots of steampunk like stuff to it. Um, it's called Steam know, World. Who would have guessed? Yeah, right. Uh, yes. You play as a robot who's inherited this mine from his uh, uncle, and you just go into the mine and try to explore it, basically. It's Metroidvania, so you get to do whatever you want, and it's gated progression, of course, and so on and so forth. The fall for Wii U. The fall is a game I've really wanted to try out. Basically, um, you play as a you. You're basically Cortana in that game. So uh, you're a guy that's in a cybernetic suit, but you're injured and he's basically passed out. So your AI takes over for you and controls the body, trying to find a place to you know heal the person inside of the suit. I like that. That sounds uh, yeah. cool. cool concept. And I, yeah, I, like I always it. read about that a lot of sci-fi, but I've that's never pretty, seen uh, that. Uh, like, explored like that. That's cool. Yeah. That's, like, really cool science fiction stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. And, and the thing about it is it's it's a very dark and atmospheric game, so there's, like, it's kind of creepy because, you know, you're... Too spoopy. You're, you're, you're in, a like, a like a deserted planet-type-looking thing. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Moon Chronicles Episode 1 for 3DS. Oh, that one I actually don't know. It's a first-person shooter. Uh, That's why. Yeah, I yeah. remember now. <laughs> it's a first-person shooter for the 3DS. Um, yeah, and then there are more games coming soon, as it says. Yeah, because in normal Humble Bundle fashion, um, if you pay a certain amount, then oh, after Marvel. two... Oh. After two weeks or so, they just add more games to the bundle to sweeten the deal. Sweeten the pot. Yeah. So that that's cool. Like, uh, since this is the first time they're doing a thing that has console games in it, it's indicative of where Humble Bundle is trying to go. So don't be surprised if you see like a a Humble Sony bundle or a Humble Xbox bundle sometime in the future. Can I? Granted, granted, it's all going to be indie games, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but since we're still talking about consoles, uh, the Xbox One is getting a brand new controller. So this is what the the original Xbox One controller looks like, right? Uh, for the record, uh, Jordan, hold it up by yes. your face because of all of our faces being moved around in the boxes. Yeah, there you go. That better? Yeah. So yeah, this is the original Xbox One controller. Now, the new one uh, basically has a um, headphone jack that goes in the bottom here. So right now it's just the charge port or a proprietary thing for proprietary headsets. Uh, so Microsoft spe- decided it's better to actually have a regular-ass microphone port? Yeah. So here, here's the original control, and here's the proprietary headset that comes with it. That just inserts in there, and it's stupid. So they say, "Hey, let's just put, you know, a normal um, port in there, like a PS4 controller has, so you can use any headset mm-hmm. for it." 
So, once again, uh, once again, Microsoft is catching up to Sony. Burn. Burn. I, I, I would like to talk about something quickly. Yeah, go. Yes. As part of the news. But CD Projekt broke my heart since Witcher is so amazing and said that Cyberpunk 2017 is not going to come out. Or 2077 is not going to come out until 2017. No, hold on. no, no, no. They did not say it's coming it. out 2017. What they said it, is they're not going to talk about talk it. Talk about it yeah. until 2017. Right? So it's coming out 2018. No, it's That's coming out 2019. Worse. It's coming out 2019. I'm, I'm calling it right now. I will have because, grandchildren by the time it comes out. Like, remember in the original uh, trailer for it, it says, coming, coming out when it's ready. And <laughs> they, they, they have not even started on it, like... And, like, this year it's all about The Witcher uh, Wild Hunt, and then next year it's all about support for The Witcher Wild Hunt. Hunt. So, yeah, Yeah, so... Yeah, don't kill the steam while it's going. This sounds good. Yeah, like, like CD Projekt, uh, they support their games, so... Yeah, definitely. Like, like, we're we're not gonna... Nothing's gonna happen with with, uh, Cyberpunk until... They're gonna... That's probably when they're gonna start... um, I don't know, diagramming how what the game even is even going to be in okay. 2017. So I imagine how amazing the game's going to be, though, guys. Here's the thing. Well, here's me being irresponsible. How do you imagine the game's going to play like? Do you think it'll be like a first-person Deus Ex thing? Do you think it's going to be a third-person? Do you think it's going to be turn-based? Do you think it's going to be instant action? Do you think it's going to involve Kingdom Hearts? Do you think it's all... Okay. I just want Kingdom Hearts real bad. And it's Third not. person, RPG, stat system, classes, go to town. Go to town. <laughs> go to specific towns and do things. What, what, what if they basically do the Witcher in space? I'd be fine with that. Space Witcher. Uh, here's the thing, too. Uh, hey, with Syria. Totally but I, I, I just don't see that <laughs> happening only because Cyberpunk doesn't have a single character. That's yeah. Yeah. What if this follows the plot of Blade Runner and you don't know that your main guy is actually a cyborg? Dun, dun, dun. Just like and, Soma. Everyone's doing and, it now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I was going to make that reference too. <laughs> uh, but it's now Cyberpunk. But yeah, so I'm we're not going to hear about... Jensen, and this is Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> so yeah, we're not going we're not going to hear about that at all for two years. Which it's unfortunate, but hey, at least we have The Witcher, right? That 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 counts for something. Yeah, does. Um. So life. I, I believe that's all the news that we have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna transition to something that is different than normal. Uh, well, I'm sad that you didn't get to do an awesome transition when you were talking about the controller. Going. Speaking of controllers. I was going to do that, but Shane destroyed it. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> we're totally going to skip Cyberpunk. And I was like... We were not going to skip it. We were 100% not going to skip it. I... I Ye of anyway. little faith. <laughs> but believe in me. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I've been tasked with uh, reviewing this little 
number right here. What is that? Uh, like this... a chocolate bar or something? What, what the no, hell? it 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 is uh, an official wired fight pad. Uh, it's licensed by Nintendo and created by PDP. Now this is uh, the Samus edition. Not uh, there's to be confused with PCP. Not to be confused with PCP, who we are, but PDP, who we are not. Uh, created these fight pads for the Wii U. Uh, they're styled after the GameCube controller, as you can see right here. Uh, podcast listeners, uh, remember to watch this video so you can see these things. Oh, you know, I'll, actually, I'll take pictures of them so you can pictures. see them on Twitter as no, well. No, just really, don't even describe it. Go on. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a controller. Thing. It's your it has fault. Buttons. Yeah, but... Uh, so yeah, I have the Samus edition. There is a Mario edition, a Link edition... Pikachu and Donkey Kong out right now. <laughs> so yeah, so I've been I've been putting this through its paces uh, in Smash Bros. And I have to say it it works really well. Um, you know, it, it feels just like a like a GameCube control, except it's a bit lighter, and it plugs right into a Wii remote. So it's wireless. So it's basically a wave a WaveBird control for the Wii U. Um, you don't need to use the adapter at all to use it. Uh, one of my, although one of my bigger problems with with it is that if the control itself feels kind of stiff compared to a GameCube control, and I don't know if that's um, because it's just a brand new control or if that's just how it is by design. But you know, other than that, like it took some getting used to, but it, it's it, it's fine. Like it's a very it's a very good control. Uh, one of the differences between the GameCube control and the PDP f uh, wired fight pad is that uh, it has a a left Z trigger, a left Z bumper, and a right Z bumper, whereas the GameCube only has the right one. Uh, so that's because it's um, this doubles as a uh, Ryu Pro controller. Mm -hmm. So I could use this to play <coughs> Mario Kart or any other Wii U game that uses a uh, Ryu Pro controller. Mm -hmm. So that's really super cool. Um, super, super cool. So no batteries. Just super cool. It's super cool. Yeah, it's super cool. So uh, no batteries included. The only battery that is included that that the only battery that you need is whatever's in your um, uh, what's it called? Wii remote. Uh, I use rechargeable stuff anyway. So yeah. That is the PDP Wired Fight Pad, licensed by Nintendo. It's really good. Uh, I believe they go for forty, 40 or fifty dollars. bucks. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you don't have a GameCube control and you and you know you're looking for a good control to have to play uh, your Wii U with, and you don't want to use the um, the gamepad, I I would I would suggest this like. If I didn't receive this one already, I was just going to buy one myself because I've been waiting for this particular one to come out because I love Metroid. So I really had to get the Samus one. Um, yeah. So, PDP Fight Pad. Get it today. Reviewed it's by great. PCP. Mm. I want you to know that we were all paid thousands of dollars to uh, yes. review this. No, full, full disclosure, we were not paid to do this, but I was given this controller for free, so in a sense, I was paid. Mm. <laughs> yeah, full disclosure. It was just like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really I really like the control. Um, yeah, so, 
with that out of the way, let's move on to what are you playing and what are you looking forward to? Shane, what are you playing and what are you looking forward to? I feel like this is going to be a recurring answer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what am I playing? For a while, yeah. It starts with W. It's called Witcher 3. I, I oh. the whole, like, no, yeah, we were about to go on for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been playing Witcher 3. I think I played it for... 8 hours today? 9 hours? There you go. So, Samesies. I'm at level... I just got level 16. Oh, wow. God. Jeez. So, I'm, I'm powering through it, guys. Catching up. Catching up. Catching up. It's going to get and you. And I'm looking forward to... Bam Ham. Batman. Bam Ham. Bam Ham. Bam Ham. Bam Ham. Bam Ham. Bam Ham. So, what about you, Jordan? What are you playing? What are you looking forward to? I have been playing The Witcher... Uh, I know normally I go last, but it's, it's, it's different this week. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of the which I, I've played for like eight or ten hours today. Like it was great, it was fantastic. I when I started, I was level five. I am now level ten, <laughs> and I actually understand who the bloody Baron is. And yeah. let me just say that botchlings are the scariest freaking things in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is, that, that well, is nightmare well, fuel. Everybody, you can guess what the botchling looks like just by figuring out, breaking down the name into separate parts. Botch. Botchling. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. How was, was botchling formed? Oh. A botchling is formed when Matchbox 20 plays in front of a, a bunch of people named Lees. Botch Lees. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, that just the scene when the botchling crawls up is the creepiest freaking thing mm-hmm. ever. Oh my god. Did you fight uh, it or did you transform it? I transformed it. Good. Good man. Okay. I'm not a monster, guys. Hey, man, we gotta ask. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, so that was, yeah, I did that, and well, I'm still not actually done with that quest line. I have to do like I think one more thing, but yeah, I'm playing The Witcher. I I did I just was just doing so many other side quests before I actually got around to finishing any of that. Bloody Baron stuff. It was great. Um, in addition to Witcher, I've been playing Smash Bros. Of course, because of my PDP fight pad. PDP fight pads, who we are not sponsored by. How much do the PDP fight pads cost, by the way, Jordan? Uh, they go for about 40 or $50. You know what? I'll look it up right now on Amazon.com, who we are not <laughs> sponsored by. <laughs> Mind you, Google it first, who we are not sponsored by. I'm sponsored by burritos. Oh, actually, I have great news, guys. What's that? The PDP wired fight pads go for, let's see, the Link one is $23.97, Mario's $20.99. They normally go for $25. $25. 
They're on sale. That's a sale. That's a really good freaking deal, honestly. Like you could wear it to your to your son's bar mitzvah. You can wear it to your wedding. You, it's also good Absolutely. for funerals. Just, uh, it. just in case. Um, so, you know. Yeah, if you order it now, you could get it by June second. <laughs> wear it as your uh, wedding what garment. Wear it as part of your wedding attire. Yes, you can. You can you can wear it as a swimming shorts. You can wear it uh, uh, to your grandparents' uh, wedding vows renewal. Mm-hmm. You, you can, can wear it. You can use it uh, as a bargaining chip for your way into heaven. You can mm-hmm. also you can, use it to help you tutor through math. You can use it at a soup kitchen to get free food. You can, you can use, use it to it. feed poor people. <laughs> Use, use it in your that. bedroom, and you can tell your girlfriend to play with your joystick. Yeah. Or both of them. Or oh, you got two? Yeah. Woo! It's getting hot in here. <laughs> say, woo. I don't know, but my PS4 controller comes with two already, so you're talking about three. Oh, oh, snap. That's where things get out of hand. This section was brought to you by PDP Wired Fight Pads. <laughs> you can quote that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So uh, I'm. I am going to play Bayonetta with it, just so I can really, really see how well it can stand up to abuse. Um. So yeah. But yeah, just playing The Witcher, Smash Bros. Gonna play Bayonetta. That's all I've been doing this week, guys. That's all I've been doing. So let's go over to Sergio. Where are you playing? Oh wait, let me tell you what I'm looking forward to. Batman. Sergio, what are you playing? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward for Batman, uh, obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm still kind of uh, playing Dark Souls a little bit, but it was because The Witcher had to take a break. Um, <laughs> but also, I've been taking a break because I've been working on a new, uh, uh, working on the, a script for a new short comedy. Um, okay. So we'll see if you guys ever see that. Uh, Do. Do you need any extras or a black man? Because I am free. Uh, this this uh, this new so Jordan has experience with this web series we're trying to do, uh, and this is a new episode of it that we're doing. Um, and this my episode that I'm, that I am personally writing has to do with sexual harassment. I am very well aware of sexual harassment. Yeah, uh, it's it takes a turn. Uh, let's just say. Um, and we'll see how they the the main characters make it out or not. I took a turn. That's why I can't go back to SeaWorld. <laughs> I found out that some I I work in a rich place, um, and I meet a lot of rich people. I found out uh, because I have to take care of their children. I found out one of the parents' brother work, is in the NFL. Uh, I found out that another person just trains dolphins and and shamus. <laughs> Yeah, uh, another person is a scientist that tries is trying to defeat cancer. Um, you know, hmm. these are people that do things. Uh, so yeah. I'm just gonna play video games. <laughs> <coughs> well, that sounds super cool. I cannot wait to hear more about this episode that you are writing, Sergio. Because as you guys know, he is the director and improv comedian, and now screenwriter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we're trying. This series is so it's super original. It's it's like a bunch of uh, theater writers trying to make theater <laughs> things, 
and it's shot in the way of The Office. It's super original, guys. Very original. It's nothing like 30 Rock at all. If you watch the second episode, you might see uh, a familiar face. By that, we mean Jordan. Also Sergio. Technically, our first couple of episodes have been uh, reboots of the same series. And this next <laughs> one is a reboot. Um, but like, we're actually nailing down the characters and actually working hard from my experience of my movie. So now we're actually going to try to make it good. <laughs> but yes. Uh, Cody... What, what are you playing? Play? What are you looking forward to? Whoa! I don't know. Let's take a wild guess. <laughs> um, I'm playing The Witcher. Wow! Like I've literally this would have been my entire fucking life for like the last week. <laughs> I am at uh, 83 hours. So, uh, and that's only because I didn't like uh, I didn't I wasn't awake very long last night, so I would have gotten more <laughs> hours in. Um, that's pretty much my life, and. It's it's weird, like, a lot of games, like, I'll play lots of games for a long time. I mean, you guys know me, I put a ridiculous amount of time in, uh, like, Skyrim and, and, and uh, Civilization and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But every game that I play for a long time, there's always that point, a couple hours into the night, where I'm like, alright, I'm bored. Like, okay, I got my fill out of the game for today. But every single day of the last week, plus now, um... That's like a week and a half now, actually. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, actually, almost two weeks. <laughs> but pretty much every single day, I'll play it for five plus hours, and I, I look at the time. I need to get a, go to bed because it's like seven in the morning because I'm a vampire. Sun's coming up. It burns, and <laughs> I don't want to do it because I'm freaking. Uh, that game is too much fun. Everything is yep. so good. There's just an obscene amount of content in that game. Yes, it's just yes, there so is. much. Every time I go, I did like every single little question mark point of interest in Velen and Novigrad. I did like every quest that I could find, and I was like, "That's got to be most of the game." And then I went to the Skellig Isles, and it's like, an, it's basically the same size as that entire first area. <laughs> like everything I'd done so far again. And then I found out because my friend's been playing the game way more than me and he's like way past me in the main story that there's like additional zones after this as well they're not as what? big thank god what but you do make like you go to other places and stuff so I'm like holy fuck <laughs> and then one thing that's good is it doesn't seem like that stuff is long cause the main quest for the Skellig Isles is actually really quick after I took like a whole fucking day to get through the main quest for Novigrad. I was just like, I don't want to do it this anymore. Can we do something new? And Skellig was just like, boom, boom, you're in and out. Let's get to the like the good stuff finally. So, um, the main quests in this game are awesome. Like you guys, I mean, we've all talked about the Bloody Baron. So, I just I can't I can't put it down, man. And there's mods coming out now that are doing awesome Oof. stuff. And that game is just it's gonna last forever, man. I'm going to be I'm going to be really honest. Um if we were not doing this right now, I'd still be playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> and it's True. a huge game, but it's definitely like I w- I want to tell people like don't be afraid of how big it is because I feel like if you do focus on just the main story, it is like a relatively normal sized game. It's a yeah. big game, but it's not like obscenely big. It just has an insane amount of other content. But it's totally optional stuff. Yeah. But it's like, you know, like the amount of side quests is just like five times as big as any other game. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And the one thing I'm like really excited about is that uh, I was just you know trying to do this one quest, and then this random dude goes like, "Hey, I challenge you to a duel," and then <laughs> that guy, yeah. Then I whooped his ass, and then I told him that if I ever see you again, I will kill you. He's like, "All right." We'll see about that. And he walked away. So I know 100% mm-hmm. sometime later mm-hmm. he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. That, guy, that guy's a character for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kinda, and there are some fucked up quests I've done too. Like, god damn. You, that, you thought that botulin stuff. Like, that's pretty up there. Uh-huh. But there's even more. Like, just this game is dark as hell. Yes, it is. Give you and, it's not, and, it's, and it's not afraid to be dark, too. Yeah. It's just like, this is part of the world. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's a fucked up world. Nothing good happens. You know? <laughs> it's the Game of Thrones. Like, you thought Game of Thrones is bad. Play The Witcher. It's even worse. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. But yeah, that's pretty much been my life, and it sounds like it's been everybody else's life. Definitely. So, I'm looking forward to more Witcher because that's all that I have time for anymore. It's my life. And so, whatever happens at E3, because that's coming up. So yeah, I'm right. hoping, you know, uh, here in the next week or two, we'll probably do our E3 predictions and, you know, see where that stuff's going. But I'm hoping some good stuff happens there. Because right now, this year kind of seems like, other than Batman and, and Assassin's Creed, nothing's really been announced. So. But I'm true, sure E3 true, true, is going to have tons of crazy awesome stuff. Fallout, please! Give it to Please, me. Fallout. Please, Fallout. So, the second I'm done with The Witcher, I can just go into Fallout. Right. That's... <laughs> yeah. You'll finally get done with it about that time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm more of a Fallout fan than uh, than Elder Scrolls, so I, I think I'll be super excited. Uh, so, so, you're more laser than sword? Yeah. That's well, fair. I'm sure that'll great, that'll switch... Uh, as soon as they come out with a new Elder Scrolls, but at the time, this currently I'm I played a more uh, pew pew than slash slash. I like it, that. It, you know, right? Like honestly, for me, I think we've been getting way too many fantasy games. Like I love fantasy games. Don't get me wrong, I love fantasy games. Yeah. But I kind of want to go into space sometimes. Well, soon. guess what? You know? You're gonna get all the future cyberpunk you're gonna get now with uh, with Adam Jensen Part One and Adam True. Jensen Part Two slash Cyberpunk, Adam Jensen yeah. Part Three slash Call of Duty Black Ops Three, Adam no. Jensen Part Four somewhere out there. Mad Max. That's Part Four. And Mad, Mad Max. Max. That go. is true. September. Oh yeah, September's gonna be an interesting month. I'm looking forward to all of that. Front whenever it happens, so you will get a little tiny bit of space there. True, true elite true. dangerous. I'm surprised you didn't go grab that as soon as we got back from the land. I don't have a rig that can run that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that game. I almost did it myself. I was like, that looks neat. I might have to pick that up eventually. So that was super cool, though, especially with the the joy the. You know, sticky sticks. The sticky sticks. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what the, I, don't, I forgot what you it was guys called. want to see some of that. Um, our uh, press start land video that we put up a couple weeks back up on our YouTube has some footage of Jordan playing on uh, Elite Dangerous on this awesome setup that Newegg had set up with three big ass like HD screens and an awesome like joystick and stuff and it was pretty awesome and again it was pretty neat so good it was so so good but 
That is all for tonight. Today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, so thank you all. Thank you all so much for listening and watching PCP the Pixel Clicks podcast. You can find us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and iTunes. Just search for Pixel Clicks podcast, and we will pop up on iTunes. Leave us some, you know, leave, leave us some comments and rate us on there so we can be more easily found by people. Um, subscribe to YouTube, like us on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on on Twitch. Uh, go to Twitter and find us at PixelClicksPod at PixelClicksPod because we could not fit the cast. Uh, yeah, I believe that's. Oh, and go to PixelGeek.com where all of our stuff is hosted. You can find the MP3 version of this podcast there. You can find all the articles that we write on there. You will find my written article on the PDP Wired Fight Pad soon. Uh, so yeah. That is all. I'm Jordan Pollock, Shane Carpenter, Cody Franklin, and Sergio Lopez. The four of us, we make PCP Pixel Clicks Podcast. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Listening to pixelatedgeek.com.